Welcome to the Love and the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey, hey, guys. We're so pumped to have you with us today. And we just want to get started by uh, kicking off with a listener shout out. And this one goes out to Bree Shubes, who gave us a five-star review. And here's what she said. She said, Donna and Travis actually did our premarital counseling and performed our wedding over 10 years ago. It was so encouraging to see their passion for marriage back then and especially now. I am thankful for a podcast representing the gospel in marriage. Wow. wow. That's great. Thank you, Bree. We Th- appreciate that. That is so awesome, Bree. Thank you, Bree Shubes, for your five-star review. And it's just fun to know that you're out there listening yes. along with so many thousands of, of others. And we just wanted to say, you know, kind of answer the question, why do your five-star reviews matter? Well, here's why. Five-star reviews literally began to push this podcast to other people who may be interested in having a godly marriage or in need of encouragement in their marriage. Another thing we want to do is this podcast is being downloaded in over 40 countries. It's crazy to think about. It's <laughs> wild. So we want to give a shout out to one country, one of our favorite countries, the Philippines. Those yes. of you that are listening into the Philippines, we see you, we hear you. We are so glad that you are joining this podcast yes, on a you. weekly basis. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. And before we go any further, what happened yesterday, Don? An incredible week. We uh, launched our first book. So far. I mean, that's like a bucket list thing for us. Verbalocity, seven steps to a verbally generous and more fulfilling marriage. It just got launched yesterday. Yes. We're so excited. It's available on Amazon. And by the way, too, not only can you go get it at Amazon, but feel free to drop by our website, lovingthefight.com. Thanks a lot for all the encouragement already that we've received I know. For, uh, regarding this book. So it's much encouragement. It's been yeah. amazing. Well, Travis, as you know, reading the Bible is extremely important to me, and I know it's important, so important. to you. Yeah. But a few months back, I was reading through the book of Job. I felt that, you know, it was kind of an appropriate book of the Bible to read through in the middle of this crazy COVID pandemic, Oh, you couldn't pandemic, have picked a right? better one. Yeah, absolutely. When most people feel like the world was falling apart and almost still feels like it is falling apart, people were getting sick, they were dying, they were losing their jobs. Almost everything in our state of Minnesota was closed down, including churches. A few months later, riots and social tension was unlike anything I've ever, ever seen before in it my life. It was crazy. My city was being burned down in certain areas and places that we loved visiting on a regular basis no longer felt safe. Unfortunately, social media at this point became a huge butcher block for relationships with people responding and saying such hateful and horrible things to each other, things I've never seen before, even on social media. It felt as if everything was collapsing all around us. What was normal to me just a few months earlier no longer was normal. As each day went by, I began to question if we would ever actually go back to normal. I know. I had my doubts too, Don. It was it was just a crazy, crazy time in the U.S. Right. There was chaos all around us. And so I'm so thankful that, you know what, every time that there's a need or when I'm looking for an answer, I can turn to the Bible, to God's word. We can look for answers in our marriages, for the world. Everything we need is found in this amazing book called the Bible. We have yeah, access to it. Keyword, amazing. And it really is. It's life-giving. I remember a few months back just thinking to myself, where could I go to in the Bible that would bring me some truth and some encouragement? I know the internal answer that I thought of on the inside was like, you know, I need to go to the book of Job. You know why? Because the book of Job is unlike no other. What Job went through in this book was far worse than what we were currently going through at that moment. 
And so I turned to this book to seek answers, to find some wisdom and just some encouragement. Yeah, it's the right place to go to. And a little backdrop on Job himself as a person. The cool thing about Job is that he was a godly and righteous man. And he was extremely successful. Mm -hmm. He had a large and gorgeous family. He had tons of animals, property, and he, again, was unbelievably successful. He was healthy, strong, and he was really walking on top of the world, enjoying life. He was doing so well. But then, as we know in the story, Satan had gone to God and Satan was just kind of saying, look, the only reason why Job is doing so well, God, is because you are protecting him. And God believed in Job. God knew that Job was a a godly, faithful man. And so God said, okay, I'm going to let you, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to let you go ahead and, and try to put Job through some trials. So essentially God allowed Satan to throw some hardships at Job, but he couldn't physically touch him or kill him. I mean, that was the rule. So what happened? Job lost his kids, his land, his animals, plagues attacked his body. He had boils all over his body. He literally lost everything. I mean, it was intense. It was fast And it must have been the hardest thing Job could have ever imagined going through. It's just crazy to read through that book. If you haven't read through it before, I actually would recommend it. But this man went through so many trials. Again, he was on the top of the world and he lost everything. And as I began to read the book of Job just a few months ago and learn more about the story, my heart kind of sunk. I wondered to myself, you know, what would I do if I was faced with all of those trials that he had gone through. Don't you ever wonder that, Travis? What would we do? What would our response be? I probably would have failed. Where would our faith be? In chapter two, after Job had lost his kids, he lost his land and resources, not only did he lose everything, he had these horrible, painful sores all over his body from head to foot. Again, in Job chapter two, I was just reading and I was suddenly stopped by a verse. It just blew my mind away. Job's wife begins to question him about his faith and all the circumstances that are surrounding him. And she makes this statement to him in Job chapter two, verse nine. It says this, his wife said to him, are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. And you know, I was shocked at those words, Travis. Like, I don't know. I mean, I just think I'm like, when I say those words, those are horrible, harsh words. I'm ready for a lightning bolt to fall from the sky and her to be torched and killed. I mean, intense, crazy words. And as a woman, as a wife, I look at her life. I'm like, she just lost her kids too. And she lost absolutely everything. So her response was probably very emotional and out of like, I mean, distraught what she had went to. It was probably very normal, very just under those circumstances. But I just, again, I'm in awe at Job's response to his wife. In Job 2 verse 10, he said this, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, Job did not sin in what he said. Did you guys hear that? How did he possibly have the faith, the confidence, and the wisdom to respond in such a way? Again, he said, Should we accept good from God and not trouble? Those are unbelievably powerful words. And such such wisdom yeah, in those words. Yeah, and so much patience, yep. so much faith. I look at his response and I have to like evaluate kind of my heart and where I'm at. And honestly, I don't think that would be my response. I wish I could say it would be, but to lose my kids and to lose everything 
and to have painful sores, how could he respond so amazingly with such wisdom and, and dignity? Yeah, he passed the test, I, I think, right there. I mean, right. Don, you've seen me personally go through a lot of things, difficult things in life, and I was not that graceful right. with my words. You know, guys, in today's podcast, we want to camp out on those few simple verses, those words that Job spoke, his response to his wife. And we want to talk about why this statement is filled with faith and truth. And here's here's why this is relevant. There are times in our lives and in our marriage where things are going great and in our favor. We, we like those times. Those oh, are, we, those are the best. We know when those are happening. They're, they're good They're good incredible, times. aren't yeah. they? Yeah. So maybe you, you find yourself right now in a great career, financially successful. You have a beautiful home. You're filled with food and warmth. Your cars are running great. Your 401k is exploding. Your kids are serving Jesus and in sync. Your health is picture perfect and life couldn't be going better. It's awesome. Well, let's be honest. It is easy to trust God during these kinds of times. Why? Because everything is going so great and in your favor. Why don't we question God when things are going great? Well, and maybe the answer, and somewhat rhetorical question, but maybe the answer is, because it doesn't feel like we need right. to question yeah. God. We don't question God when things are going great. We don't. Uh-huh. But suddenly you lose your job. You get in a bad accident. The economy tanks and so does your 401k. Your kids begin to make, make bad choices that affect everything around you. You're diagnosed with cancer or disease that will affect you forever physically. Suddenly our faith is shaken in that moment. And it should be. Yeah. Our trust in God begins to wean. And we have so many doubts and questions. We're human. And And it is in these times, our faith may not be as solid as we think. And it's in those times when life is just being crazy, like it was to Job, that it has this huge negative impact on our marriage. You could could feel the the marital tension between Job and his wife. They weren't on the same page. I think everyone can relate here because I think we, we have all gone through amazing times. And those are the times when we don't question God, but it's in those hard times, those trials, where I know we begin to question God and wonder if he's even there. And I know, Travis, this has happened to us before. I mean, we've had amazing times in our life and in our marriage where everything was just going great, but we've also had some really low, hard times. And honestly, it's happened just even in, you know, a few years back, we had great jobs. We had a beautiful house. Our family time with our kids was an amazing and our kids were doing great in school. We had tons of friends. Financially, we were in a very good place. Spiritually, we felt like we were growing and we were praying, you know, every day and reading the Bible. Life was good until one day when I suddenly woke up with a stomach ache. Yeah, it all turned that it, day. It did just quickly, you know, in just a few hours. My stomach quickly began to extend, and within a few hours, I was rushed into the emergency surgery where they had to remove 12 inches of my small intestine, and they diagnosed me with Crohn's disease. So here I was one day with, you know, I had no disease. I didn't, I had knew nothing about Crohn's disease. And I just a few more hours later, all of a sudden, boom, I was suddenly diagnosed with Crohn's disease. I had to heal from a very, very long, hard surgery. And now I knew I had to deal with Crohn's disease for the rest of my life. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, you were you were in the hospital for over eight days. You yep. were on the couch after that for over a month. Yep. I mean, you you were the picture of perfect health. Right. We ran four miles a day. We ate incredibly good food. We right. took care of ourselves. But all of a sudden, like you said, Don, when everything, I mean, it couldn't have been going better. All of a sudden, boom, it turned.
Hey friends, we'll get right back to the episode, but we just wanted to say if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, please consider sharing it on social media, leave us a review, and be sure to subscribe. We'd also love to hear from you, so feel free to leave a comment. And for more information about Travis or Don Rosinger, go to lovingthefight.com. So here is just one example. One day we were doing great. I was doing amazing. And the next day, boom, something really hard hit us. It was a trial that I would have to deal with for the rest of my life. And I know as much as I had faith before that, I did begin to question God and wonder, God, why? Why me? You know, why did you allow this to happen to me? And my faith did kind of, you know, begin to shake a little bit. So this certainly wasn't exactly like Job's life, no, but it was all. definitely a Job moment. Wow. Was that a game changer, right, Don? And that put a strain on our marriage. And like you said, it, it's hard to not doubt God in the lowest of the low moments in our lives. It, it reminds me of another time that you and I, Don, we were financially set. The kids were doing awesome. Our health was amazing. Friendships were overflowing, kind of like before. Yeah. I was praying every day, spending lots of time with God, but suddenly there was a turn in my job that was difficult. It was out of my control. What I thought was supposed to happen didn't happen. There was a huge shift that I didn't see coming. And in those moments, I began to question God. I remember that. I'm like, come on, God, why would you do this to me? But when you look back, it's kind of crazy, isn't it, Don, to look back at times in our lives when things are going so well and we never question God in those times. We don't say, why, God, are you blessing me? Why are you doing this, God? Stop blessing me. Or why did you give me a great job or a great house or family or health? We accept that God is a loving and good God, and he's in control in the good times. Our faith isn't shaken in any way in the good times. No, I don't know not. why. It just it doesn't shake our faith. It's crazy that we can be on top of the world one moment and then literally a trial can happen, you know, or something difficult comes and, you know, all of a sudden our, our world is quickly shaken, a hardship. And oftentimes we immediately begin to question God in those moments. Our solid faith that we really feel like we had during those positive, you know, great times, they, it now begins to waver. We now have a hard time accepting that God is a loving God, that he's a good God, and that he's in control in the bad times as well. So which is it, Travis? Yeah, which is which it? Which is it? We have to ask ourselves, and that's what this scripture did to me in Job. Is he a loving and good God in control only during the good times? Or is he a loving and good God in control in the bad times? Again, so which is it? And I was inspired by Job's response to his wife's question. Again, in Job 2.10, this is his reply. He says, you are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, Job did not sin in what he said. And we just want to give you guys some truths today for you to think about and to take with you into your life and especially into your marriage. This was just a, a strong challenge for me as I was reading this. It's something that I feel like, you know, we need to have, find the answer to that question. Yeah. And again, I think really what Job is saying is, are you going to love God in only the good times or are you willing to love him in the good times? Right. 
and the bad right. times, and especially in the bad times during our marriages. Yes. Uh, when those, you know, life comes crashing down and it really puts the pressure on our marriage. So some truths that we just want to point out in this passage with Joe, but also that, you know, things that help anchor us through the difficult times. Maybe you're going through a great time right now. So hang on to these truths, but maybe you're in the middle of a bad time right now in your marriage and your life. And these truths can give you um, hope and inspire you. So what are we talking about? Some truths about God, life, and marriage. Number one, bad things do happen to good people. They yep. just do. We've said that before and not even that long ago, but you know, it's true. This doesn't mean God doesn't love you. Just because bad things are happening, don't think that your Heavenly Father hates you or right. is against you. Or that somehow you did something wrong. Again, bad things, sometimes they just happen. I know we were listening to somebody famous recently and their spouse was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And it's like, wait a second. I mean, all they do is help people. Like, why is this happening right. to them? I mean, you, you know who it is, Don. Yes. And I was just so blown away. It makes me, you know, made me pray for them in that moment, but makes me want to continue to pray for them. The second thing that we want to remind you guys is that we will all go through trials. None None of us are exempt from trials. In the New Testament portion of the Bible, in James chapter 1, verse 2, it says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Did you guys notice that? It doesn't say if you go through trials. It says when you go through trials. Right. We are to consider it pure joy. None of us are exempt from trials. Just because you have a relationship with Jesus or you are you think, you know, hey, I'm a good person, it doesn't mean you won't go through trials. Another truth that we just want to, you know, share with you about God, about life and marriage is this, number three. We can't do it on our own. We aren't able to go through trials on our own. We need help because we will fail every single time if we try to do it on our own. In Zechariah 4, 6, it says this, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. We cannot make it through trials without God. It is with God and with his spirit that we will make it through. I love what Mark Batterson said. He's an awesome author, but incredible a, a author, pastor of a, a large church. He said this, at some point, you have to stop talking to God about your mountain and start talking to the mountain about your God. Declare God's power, grace, peace, and goodness. I love that. Stop talking to God about your mountain, but start talking to the mountain about your God. <laughs> Which like, one's bigger? Yes. Where is God your or the faith? mountain? Yeah. When you start talking to the mountain about your God, your faith, man, it is just ready to it move. It just wells up. It's like, all right, mountain, get out of my way. Again, you guys, we can't do it on our own. A fourth truth is this. God is faithful and will never leave you or forsake you. And I'm so comforted by that. In Hebrews 13, 5 through 6, it says this, God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Isn't that a cool feeling, Travis, yeah, to know that we don't go through trials alone? I know you guys may feel alone maybe in your trials and your hardships or maybe in your marriage. Maybe you feel like no one else is with you and you, that you're all alone. 
but God has not left you. Again, he promises he will never leave you or forsake you. And the fifth thing that we want to give you guys, and looking back at Job, I mean, God is his helper and God never left him. But the fifth thing, trust that God is in control. If we focus on God's sovereignty and faithfulness, we can make it through any trial or storm that is thrown at us. And when we say that God is in control, let's be honest, sometimes there are people that we are around that could do crazy things and in a way... Uh, they're in control. That person that's maybe trying to destroy our lives or, you know, maybe that circumstance that's happening around us. But the idea of God being in control is just the concept of, okay, I have faith that God's going to get me through this. I just want to recap really quick, Travis, those five things, those truths about God, about life and a marriage. Again, bad things do happen to good people. The second thing is we will all go through trials. None of us are exempt from them. The third thing is we can't do it on our own. We're not able to. The fourth thing, God is faithful and he will never leave us or forsake us. And lastly, trust that God is in control. If we focus on God's sovereignty and faithfulness, we can make it through any trial or storm that is thrown at us. Yeah, Don, and and here's a, a great thought. We don't serve God and love God for what he does and doesn't do for us. No. Mm -hmm. We have a relationship with him and build our marriage upon him because of who he is. It's not what he does, but it's who he is. I think you need to repeat that because I think that's such a vital truth. It's not what he does but it is who he is, not what, but who. Yeah. And I've heard that often from leaders. They're like, hey, it's not what you do that matters. It's who you become that matters. And that's the same thing. It's, It's just, we just love God because he is an amazing God and he's loving. Now, I think that instead of asking where God is in the middle of our circumstances, our hardships and our trials, the book of Job teaches us about God's control or, uh, you know, our ability to place our faith in God through those challenges and to look inward and to ask ourselves, where are we placing our faith in the middle of our pain and our trials? Are we trusting God, our creator, even though we cannot understand our circumstances that surround us. All right. So Travis, just going back to Job's response to his wife. And again, it was a challenge for myself, you know, looking and thinking through of trials and the good times and the bad times. So the answer to that question, should we accept good without accepting the bad? That's basically what he's asking. No, you know what? The answer is this. No, we cannot accept the good without accepting the bad. Either we trust God or we don't. We can't pick and choose. God is in control. We need to trust him with all things. He's Why? Because he's faithful and he's proven that he is faithful through it all. I don't know about you, Travis, but that truly is good news to me. When I know that he is faithful and we can trust God through the good and the bad. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. All of it is that Job decided to trust God in the midst of some of the most difficult times in his life. And just something that we need to remember, God is with you. Wherever you are at right now, you know, in the midst of this pandemic, in your marriage, in your health, in your finances, he sees it all and he is faithful and we can put our trust and our hope in him. Continue to trust him and remember this. I love this. This is what Mark Batterson said in one of his podcasts recently. He said, God is large 
and in charge. <laughs> I love that. That's God cool. is large and in charge. He is large, bigger than the mountain in your life. Well, hey guys, we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. We believe in you. We see you. Don't give up. You got this. But more importantly, God sees you. Keep loving the fight in both the good and the bad times. Have a great week, guys. We love you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed, and please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.